Hey everyone, and welcome back to the One Minute Writing Tip Podcast. I am so excited for today's author guest. I'm talking to Lisa Reed, who is the founder of Get Speaking Gigs Now. She coaches speakers on how to get booked and attract clients through speaking. She has personally delivered over 600 speaking engagements, and you can learn more about her and her resources at GetSpeakingGigsNow.com. On this episode, she will reveal the number one secret to getting booked and staying booked. Lisa, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. So excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So just to get us right kicked off, um, will you share about your speaking and your journey of launching Get Speaking Gigs Now and how you got started with what you're doing and coaching speakers? Sure. Well, I it actually started a long time ago, which I think a lot of people who feel called to speak can rec- can relate. I always knew I wanted to be a teacher. So that's to me how speaking was always a part of it. When I was in college, I even changed my major to speech communication after taking a, my first class. I was like, wait, what? This is amazing. So I got my bachelor's and master's in speech communication. Now, then like a lot of us went on a totally different journey in my life, went on, you know, went into sales and education and all these different, different aspects. It wasn't until I was 40 years old that I actually became a professional speaker. And I share that because it's never too late. It's never too early. You can do it. (laughs) You don't have to have a degree to do it, but just sharing like how personal it's always been for me and that teaching aspect of it. So I started speaking for a personal development company in order to fill their workshops. And along the way, I started networking with other speakers and they would ask me for help all the time. How did you get so many gigs? Lisa, what are you doing? I booked my 83 gigs in my first year speaking and that was in my local area. So then I, it was really, honestly, Caitlin, a couple of years went by people asking me for help and I'm pushing them away saying, I can't help you right now. And finally get hit with that idea stick, you know, the two by four, hello. Okay. I guess I should start coaching people for this. So that is why Get Speaking Gigs Now was born. And that's why the name is what it is. It wasn't beabetterspeaker.com. It was no How do I, I already love speaking. How do I do it more? How do I start to build my business using speaking? And that has always been the drive force for me in helping my clients. Like I want them to get their message out there. And there you go. Yeah, no, absolutely. Thanks for sharing that. Can I just say, wow, on your first year of speaking? I mean, that just sounds so amazing, especially I'm sure for a lot of my listeners who are wanting to speak or authors that have a message and they're just thinking like, oh my goodness, you know, I can't even imagine. So I can't wait to hear more from you on on all of that. So I am curious because as you were sharing, you mentioned that you went after college on this path away and then finally it was like, oh, wait, let me get back to what I actually love. So what happened when you were 40 that caused that transition and really kind of kicked you in the butt back where you where you should be? You know, I had been on a journey for a while. Like I I always was very confident that I wanted to do what I love to do. And I, so every job I had, every, you know, venture I went on, business things, I always did what I loved, but it was never like the perfect fit. I would say it was like really getting closer to that soul's inner, my soul's inner wisdom of knowing what was right for me, but also kind of, oh, well, this makes sense. Or I'm getting paid for that. You know, it like normal self-doubt, you know, things that, we kind of put ourselves in boxes. 
And so I would always make teaching or training a part of whatever job I had. I would be like, I can make a class. I can write a manual. I can teach you everyone how to do (laughs) X, Y, and Z. When I was approached by the personal development company, I already absolutely loved what they did. I was had made massive, massive changes and shifts, uh, really a lot of success in my life due to the work that I did with them. So it, when they said, well, would you like to go out and teach people about mindset and encourage people to come and try this workshop, these workshops out, I was like, yes, that, that I, it's just really important for me to always make sure I'm doing something that's going to better other people's lives. And that was an easy yes for me. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that it was an easy transition for you and that it was kind of like, okay, this is what I this is what I love doing. This is what I'm supposed to be doing, as opposed to that sudden cold turkey switch that some people experience. You, you know what I mean? Well, uh, I will say it wasn't all rainbows and unicorns. I, I don't okay. want to it. It was uh, oh my gosh, like am I supposed to do like I did take some time and really think about it. And I had to anyone who's listening, I'm sure you've had those fork in the road moments, like, okay, well, if I go left, if I go right. And for me, I thought if I don't go left, will I think I would regret not trying more than anything. You know, it's like, I just have to try. And if yeah. it doesn't work, then I'll figure out something else. But if I don't try, then I'm always going to be wondering like, well, what if I, what if, what if, and I didn't want to do that. But it was scary. I'm not saying it wasn't scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, no, definitely. Um, and I completely agree. I mean, I think regardless of how that transition happens, it's always kind of facing the fear and doing it anyways, in some regard, right? Yeah. So I am curious too, like as, as as people are listening, especially for my listeners that are more on the business side of things and they're they're business owners, but they haven't quite published yet or or whatever that looks like for them. And they're listening and they're thinking, okay, I definitely want to be speaking, but they're having those same kind of what if, what if, or like self-doubts or whatever. How can they overcome those big obstacles and be able to really overcome that? What would be your top piece of advice for those struggling with those fears and blocks and how they can start pursuing those goals? Great question. I actually have a name for that for when it comes to speakers and we can say authors as well, but I call it speakers kryptonite. And you could be like the most intelligent, confident, driven, successful business person, right? So it's not just like, oh, the weak and the weary. No, it happens to all of us. I have speakers kryptonite too, but it's more of like knowing what is your speakers kryptonite. And instead of denying it, like when you hear that hesitation, like maybe you get asked to speak or someone says, oh, we'd love to have you come and show your book or talk about your book. And what's your, do do are you like, yes, I'll be there. When is it? here's my stuff. If you're like that, then you're not suffering from speaker's kryptonite. But if you're going, oh my God, okay, I don't know what to say. I'm not going to sure what to send them. I'm like, why would they want me to just come speak? I'm like, what if I can't think of anything to say? What if, what if, what if they don't like it? Uh, you know, that's speaker's kryptonite coming through. So I always say like, let's address it. Just listen to it. Oh, what is it saying? Then you can start to have a conversation with yourself, obviously. I'm like, hmm, that's interesting that I've got this opportunity and I'm not taking it. I haven't responded to the email. I have avoided it. And <laughs> yeah. what's going on there? What what tools do I need? What what conversation needs to happen that can get me to that other side? Yeah, no, I definitely know what you mean. And I think that when people are trying something new or in kind of uncharted waters that that comes up regardless of whether it's it's pursuing a book or it's pursuing speaking or pursuing a business or or whatever it is it's just like we went back to earlier you said that you do have that sense of fear a little bit about about just you know pursuing those goals so yeah so i think one big aspect to people overcoming that 
with what you with what you said is the speaker's kryptonite or the self-doubt or the what if, what if, or whatever, whatever it is, that having a big vision and knowing what you're going for can really help overcome that. Would you agree with that? I do. And then I have an, an, an addendum to that. One of the metaphors I often use, and this is what I learned as well from the company I used to work with. If you think of a car with a gas pedal and a brake pedal, right? So the brake pedal is, we'll start with the gas pedal. The gas pedal is the vision, the intention, the, you know, the passion. You're like, you're, oh, I can see it. I want, you know, I have this, and I call it the Roman empire. Like my clients are always like, I'm trying to build a Roman empire, you know, in tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So, and then there's the brake pedal, which is our resistance, our doubt, the kryptonite, all the stuff, the life that's getting in the way, all, you know, I got a cold or whatever, you know, things happen. And so if we have our foot on the brake pedal and the gas pedal at the same time, we're stalling. So that's, again, that part of like, yes, of course, it's absolutely beautiful, great idea to have a vision, have your intention, be clear and be focused. And you also need to really address what is the resistance? What's on the brake pedal? Because otherwise you, you just aren't going to get there as quickly. So the more you can release the brake pedal, push on the gas pedal, then now we're going faster than we could ever imagine. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a great analogy. And it really ties into kind of some of the analogies that I share with, with my audience as well and my clients that I tell them, you know, writing a book is like going down a road and as you're going down the road, there's stuff in the distance that's not quite clear yet, right? It's still blurry or whatever. And you can't see it clearly until you start moving closer to it. So if you just stay right where you are and wait for it to get clearer, you're you're never going to see it more clearly. You have to actually like start writing and start getting toward that point, you know? And so I think that that also applies to what you were just saying, because whether it's, you know, speaking or pursuing, whatever they're pursuing, um, it's the same thing. You have to push the gas pedal. We have to go forward and you have to learn the lessons in order to, a lot of times the fear is also the fear of the unknown, right? And so you just, you hold back because you're like, oh, I don't know what's going to happen. But then you find out what's going to happen because you, you keep going. So yeah. Yeah. That action is super important and, and failing forward and being willing to have it not perfect. I always say done is better than perfect. Let's move on. Let's keep going. It's okay. No one's going to die. You know, it's like, or you no, know, like at your talk or if you write your bio or, you know, write your first chapter, it's like, it's okay. Keep going. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so someone's listening, right. And they're thinking, okay, this sounds amazing. And I have been stuck and I've been wanting to do this, but I've just been held back. And so how can I get started? We, I kind of mentioned this in your intro. Um, and the big question that we've been leading up to is what is that number one secret to getting booked and then staying booked as a speaker? Yeah, absolutely. A lot of authors become my clients because they're like, they have something they're passionate about. They want to help other people. They want to create transformation. So of course, like speaking and writing, it goes hand in hand, peanut butter, jelly. So the, the biggest secret that I have used, and this has been working for me for nine years now, is finding what I call a speaker soulmate. This means your best referral resource could be another speaker. And a lot of times people think, oh, that not that my competition? Of course it's not. No, this could be your greatest ally. So if you think of someone in your mind, I would say like three, come up with three names, people that speak a similar frequency as you. And if you're just getting started, maybe that's someone else who's getting started, but they also want to speak. They also are someone that you obviously know, like, and trust because you need to feel really confident in being able to refer them. Like they're going to show up, they're going to be there on time. 
they're going to deliver what you ask for, you know, deliver what they say they're going to deliver. All those things are super important because you're putting your name on, on them, right? And then this is the, the kicker. They speak to similar audiences as you, but they're not your competition, right? Because then it's going to be a natural fit to say, hey, I just spoke at this event. I have another speaker who would be great. Would you like that connection? Or, you know, I'm, they're always looking for other speakers. That's you're actually helping. <laughs> so it's a win, win, win. It's like so good. And because of this, I have booked hundreds of speaking engagements without cold calling. All right. It just, I get that introduction. I call the red carpet gets rolled out and I do the same for them. So it's not a one-way street. This is a, like, that's why I call it soulmate. It's like, if you think of your best friends in life, like it's not, oh, well I bought lunch. So then you owe me lunch. No, it's like, we're giving pretty much equally. Like everyone's contributing. It feels really good. The flow is nice, but no one's keeping track necessarily. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's just easy. And that's what I wish for everyone. Find that person or persons. I have a few speaker soulmates. One of my speaker soulmates has referred over a hundred speaking engagements to me. Well, I mean, she's referred more than that, but like that's, I've given that many just because of her trust in me and same for vice versa. So mm-hmm. it's, it's people just think it's like, oh, I have to meet so many people. I have to get so many business cards. I have to do all this stuff. I have to, I have to, I have to, I have to. No, you don't actually. It can be super fun. It can be easy. Just find a couple of people that you really connect with. And it's that easy. Wow. I have to admit, I have been guilty of the, uh, I have to, I have to, I have to. <laughs> Sure. So I definitely, I definitely understand what you mean with that. And, um, and it, I think that when someone can just break it down and make it simple, that it's just like, oh, all of a sudden it's like, instead of being this ginormous, overwhelming thing, it's so doable. And it's like, oh, I can do that. Oh, yeah. I can do that. You know? Yeah. It's like, we know how to make friends. We, we, yeah. love, we learned that in kindergarten. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Or even earlier than that. You know? Sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, so if someone's thinking, oh my goodness, that's exactly what I need. How can I work with this person? I want to ask, what can someone expect by working with you? Yeah. When we work together, typically I have a conversation before with anyone before I invite them into my speakers training academy. Because I want to make sure I can see the vision that they have and is it something that I can help support? So number one, I always want to make sure we're on the same page and aligned. But, and so I work with different people, all different industries and different levels of speaking. Some are zero, some are, I've done, been doing it a while, but I need some, some direction. We start with something I call get your talk ready to rock. And it's a process that we, a collaborative process that we go through because a lot of the speakers out there or or people who want to be speakers are worried about what they're going to say. They're like, well, I don't, I have, I've been working on getting my talk together. Okay. When I figure that out, then I'll call you. I'm like, no, that is what I can help you. (laughs) We're going to get it done faster and easier and quicker than you could ever have imagined. You're going to be in love with it. I consider it like you're literally giving birth to this awesome baby. Right. And then you get to go give and show your, show off your baby to all the different people who could be transformed by your baby. It's super cool. So we start with that, but we also go through different strategies that I use to this day. I used them before the pandemic, during the pandemic. I I don't know if we're post pandemic yet, but gosh, I sort of, uh, (laughs) we're, we're creating this new, whatever this is that we're in now. And how do you actually utilize speaking to build your business, attract your clients and stuff like that. So 
there's a, there's a layer of like general education that I offer, but then of course, everyone's like, yeah, but what about me? And what about my situation? And that's like, okay, well, let's figure that out. Let's figure out your pricing. Let's figure out what you're, how you're going to offer things and what your mailing is going to look like. All the, all the things that entrepreneurs have questions with. Hmm. That sounds amazing. Um, and I'm glad that you shared that too, because it's exactly as you said, a lot of times there is that hesitation of like, oh, I just need to get X, Y, and Z in order before I do the, the next step. Not realizing that if you have help with that specific sequence that you need, that you think you need to get done before, it allows you to save so much time and effort and feel a lot more confident in what you've created because you had that input from someone who knows what they're doing. Right. So, yeah. I had you know. one client, oh, she's a new client and she'd been talking to me for two years she would kind of come and find me and she's like, oh, I'm still, you know, she was like circling, you know, like I'm still thinking about it. I'm still considering. And she was scared. She had a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. And finally uh, I said, you know, if we work together, this is going to be done in like two hours. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, you've been complaining about it for two years, but we could have had this done (laughs) so fast. She's like, oh my gosh. Anyway. So it's, it's exciting when you're ready. That's an excellent example. And, and, and that shows exactly what, what that, that means for people that are on the fence and they're just like, oh, I don't know. But it's like, look what you can accomplish, you know? So it's just so much better. Um, so for people that are thinking, okay, that's me. I've been putting it off and I, <laughs> you know, uh, I need to get that help with that. And oh my goodness, I just, I really need, need someone that can come in and just, I want to get it done finally and, and step into that ring. How can they connect with you and, and learn more about you and your business? Couple different ways. I'll give a two be a two two freebies. Uh, one is if you're like I'm thinking about maybe starting to possibly get started, <laughs> right. which is totally fine. Uh, you can go to getspeakinggigsnow.com. That's gigs with an S because of course you want more than one, and just get five top tips to get more speaking gigs. Start to read a little bit about it. Start surrounding yourself by different ideas. Poke around, see what you want to do. Now, if you're like, okay, I've been thinking about this for a while. I need to like start pulling triggers. I need to like get this taken care of. It's one of my goals for the year. Then you can go to a different link, getspeakinggigsnow.com slash chat. So same, but slash chat. And that will invite you to book a speaker readiness assessment with me. And we'll just have that real conversation. Happy to provide that to your, you know, listeners who that resonates for. I just believe that if you have a message to be shared, why wait? Like you're, you're literally, you could be helping so many more people. Mm-hmm. And that's really the goal. Like how, how many more people do you want to transform? If you're called to speak, it's just one of the funnest ways to market yourself and and attract your ideal clients. Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree with that. And, and I hope that for my listeners, that if you are pursuing that, if you have a message that you absolutely get with Lisa because she is the expert, as I'm sure you guys have heard. So make sure that if you are wanting to book those speaking gigs and sell books and grow a business all through speaking, that you contact Lisa. So I'll include the details in the description for you guys. Lisa, thank you so much again for joining me on the podcast. Thank you. So for all my listeners, thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review wherever you're listening from, and I will see you on the next one.